All right then. <laughs> <laughs> Such a hood way to just open some right shit. Then. All, right, all right then, yeah man, yeah, we're hearing it. All right then, why go and say nothing? Um, I asked you to please, please. I asked you to open last week's episode. You want to try this again? Week? Go on, go on. Um, okay. How do you how do you usually do it? What, all right, what so things do you usually what you have do? to focus what, on? What tips would you give um a rookie like me? So what you have to focus on, you have to get mm. the main things out of the way. You introduce the show. Um, as in what the show's called in case you know we've got new listeners yeah. and this is their first time hearing us so you introduce the show who's on the show um, you bring the energy and just give your own little twist to it like you know whatever it's you're always, feeling it's always inauthentic when you put me on the spot this way otherwise I would have just started it and just started it now I feel an ultimate pressure to live up to your expectations okay let me present it differently Go then. On then hmm I wonder how Mitz would present a podcast how Mitz would open a podcast? <laughs> hmm, I wonder. Dream music. Welcome back to Korean Chicken and Pasta Bake Podcast. My name is Mitz. This is. What's with the weird voice? <laughs> I tried to do. What? Are you trying I'm to be trying... seductive? Nah, you know what? I was, I was, I was only taking on the feedback from Welcome that person to Korean chicken and masturbate the podcast what is this babe station episode uh. um no sorry uh i apologize i was only trying to take the feedback from um that person that came for you on twitter about asmr podcast is that what that is yeah asmr is like when you hear like and she said she prefers that than listening to us yeah man that that, that shows how bad the intros are and how bad the podcast you're, you know what's mad yeah we've been receiving bad right hate we love week. to see it keep them coming i'm shocked we put out the bond clip mm. about the black james bond thing mm. that that was on tiktok um and a lot of people were very very angry with me babe yeah very upset you know yeah. saying i don't know black history and right 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 i'm i'm uh as part of a generation that's lost a lost black man you know what i mean and it never helps because you know you're not black you're my partner so then, then that reinforces the stereotype oh this coon you know what i mean coon. <laughs> you know what i mean you say that as if i'm white i know but you know let me let yeah, me I get, yeah, you I know get, what i'm yeah, saying it doesn't yeah, help yeah, the aesthetic yeah, yeah. you know yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, so yeah. let's get into some of the comments that people left under our tiktok video how do you get comments up this shows my yeah, age there, there, uh, here we go there so why does it not just look the, proper just no no open stop them. open them i've opened it that's not you've not opened it Oh, is that all that's nah, in there? There was more? There was definitely more. Have they all deleted them? No, nah, they haven't deleted them. They like fall under one comment because uh, people kept replying under one comment. Ah, uh, babe, I can't find the comments. But um, yeah, a lot of abuse, babe. I'm a coon. I don't know black history. Let me just explain the Bond video and what I was getting at. It's called something, it's something called a joke. Mm. I don't know if anyone understands the way this podcast works it's designed to make you chuckle yeah you know there's yeah. moments in it where we get serious but the bond bit sorry babe i'm trying have you to, got the comments trying to get They're the not comments. There, like by the creator it, this isn't the They've one though the... oh baby right oh okay 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 all right, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah, sorry yeah. i clicked on the wrong video here are the here are the comments you're right thanks for that babe no worries um 
Nah, still can't find them. There they are. View replies. Okay, okay, okay. You're old. Okay, man. so top top comment, yeah. God. This is the bond video. It's not really his fault, re- referring to me. We've all been subjugated to psychological conditionings. There are five generations in 2021. Let's educate. I don't know what that means. So he thinks I'm conditioned to think that to there think can't that be a, way, a black the, the, James Bond. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, someone said, this is so ignorant, it's a joke. Okay. It's uh, uh, People were defending me, mostly white people. <laughs> mostly white people. <laughs> Some white guy said, um, you can't make a white man black, nor can you make a black man white. Tell that to Michael Jackson. Different cultures, different characters. So that was one of the comments. Uh you have to see how irreverent, irreverent. It's irrelevant. People have irreverent. This band doesn't have. People cannot bloody write. I mean, irreverent is a word. Irreverent is a word. Not like not in that context. It's not. Okay, someone said notorious womanizer band can be a black man. He can be Asian. He can be any ethnicity. Also, in conjunction to him being British. Okay, interesting. And then someone go. The white guy replied. So Luke Cage can be white. And then the guy goes, Luke Cage's story is linked to be black. <laughs> James Bond's is not especially now this modern era, a black man could be Bond. I disagree with that point. Let's break down James Bond before we, we won't stay long on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Bond to me yeah. is the most privileged white man I've ever seen on the, the cinema screen. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he goes around driving fast cars, yeah. sleeping with women from all over the world. Not getting them pregnant. Not, never having children. Never, never having getting an STI. Yeah. He gets shot every ep- every film. Every episode. Recovers. <laughs> he gets shot every episode, recovers. Kills a load of people, mostly immigrants. James Bond's enemies always have an immigrant accent. Have you noticed? They always have a foreign accent. Yeah. So he goes around the world killing people that are from ethnic minorities. Yeah, mm. drives fast cars, mm. never gets bothered, gets shot, recovers, lives in fancy homes, you know, has the most, goes to the most fanciest venues, beautiful casinos. To me, to put a black man in that context wouldn't reflect society. If, but then again, people would argue, okay, it's not real. Mm. It's not real. Mm. You know, it's fantasy. And also as well, just to kind of defend the people that have been trolling you online, um, you with a person that told me that there needs to be more positive narratives for black people rather than constantly reminding you of the hood and slavery and all of this. So potentially maybe people feel that putting a black bond on there will show that black people can do what James Bond do too. I think that's potentially that's where people's main rage and anger is. But you know, I, I do get your point of view. I feel like obviously the character is set up in its way. Yeah. And yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a speaker. Yeah. I never disagree with that. I never once said I don't want there to be a black bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I made a joke about what black bond could look like in my mind and mm. what it may seem like using obvious stereotypes. But no, but it was a joke. I I don't know why I have to explain this. It was a joke. I'm making Mm. fun of things. I'm a black man. I understand, you know, some of the stereotypes attached to me as a black man. You get me? Mm. And I just made jokes of it. You like need to relax, bro. Not everything's a TED talk. You get me? Man, I just running joke. Mm. Bloody hell. But babe, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. This week, it's been been chaos. Uh Uh-huh. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Get your pens out, man, to never TED talk. I don't know what abuse I'm going to get this week. <laughs> My God, but I'm going to keep it a buck fitty. 
like my, my doggy Rax would say, <laughs> Jesse Nelson, let's get into it. Oh, God, you're starting with this one. Okay. Jesse Nelson, formerly of the group uh, Little Mix, or as I like to call them, Little Mix Up. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're mixed up now, and it wasn't what happened to me. They used to be like, you know what's funny, yeah, about like girl bands and boy bands and that. Yeah. They paint this perfection picture like there's no drama. There's, there's nothing going on. Uh, we always know there's some real there shit going on. There is always drama in these girl bands. Are you joking? It's a clash of egos. Yeah, it's it's drama waiting to happen. Mm. If you are in a band, like, you know that drama is just yeah. pending. It's the impending drama is coming. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Wasn't you meant to be in Little Mix? <laughs> Where? <laughs> Where? Where? You told me something like that. Did you get this from? Would you not meant to be I in told it? you that the year that I was on X Factor the was Little the Mix year girl was on there. Little Mix were on there. Okay. And I'd met them all individually. Oh, all of them? Yeah, what, individually. What was Jessie like? Did she say Wagwan blood when she, she met you? She was bare nice. Did she say Wagwan blood? to be fair, she always did look like the kind of girl that loved black culture. Okay, even oh, from okay. There, here we go. Even <laughs> from there. Let's kick oh it up. God. Let's kick <laughs> it up. Um, no, but like, I've, I've, I met all of them briefly. Yeah. And yeah, Perry was the most diva-licious one out of all of them. Leanne mm. was most down to earth. She is super, super She cute. used to work at Pizza Hut, innit? I don't know. Yeah, she did. All I remember was we were talking about her tattoos. She was the one that I had an opportunity to speak to for ages. Okay. Um, we were talking about her tattoos and stuff, and then she had this tattoo in the back of her neck. That is, she, is she your Please. age then? Are they your age? Irish. Yeah, I think so. I think she, Leanne might be like a little bit older, but most of them were my age. Me and Perry are definitely the same age. Okay. Because we were like, we were kind of like kept behind because we were 16 at the time yeah when it happened like when we went out onto x factor so we couldn't really stay up as late as the 18 and overs oh, do you okay. know what i mean yeah, so yeah. like we we were in our own little 18 and under hub all right let's get to, anyway, let's get to, let's, let's get, get to, to the Nelson. yeah let's get to the point um so now jesse nelson's recently she was teasing a release for new music i don't know about you babe i was excited <laughs> She was teasing music. I was like, oh my God, Jesse!" I was like, I haven't been able to sleep knowing that she wasn't putting music out. So I was like, okay, I need to, I need to, you know, pay attention to whatever this is going to be. Now I knew, I think I said something to you. I knew what it was going to be before it even came out. I saw the clips. I saw the trailers. I saw the, the imagery. And I said to you, babe, she's going to come out as a black woman. Yeah. yeah, that that this is what's happened. It's happened so many times with so many different artists. I remember we spoke about Christina Aguilera, that song "Dirty." I mean, yeah, there was a look in the video. Yeah, wasn't she there? tried the, the thing. Look. Yeah, she tried the thing. She wanted to appeal to black audiences. But she, we always can see it when they're trying to talk to the man. Them, yeah. So, yeah, Justin Timberlake tried his thing when he linked up with Pharrell. Did his black man thing, you know, danced and all but them why? things. Uh, but wait, Justin uh, Tim, go on, go on, go on. I have to raise this point being, you know, the feminist in the podcast. Justin Timberlake never gets corned. He does, for, you know. For for trying Blackfishing. for trying to yeah. But the thing but women always do get it. But I guess obviously with women we've got more of a an opportunity to make ourselves look a certain way. Whereas Justin Timberlake might dance like a black man. Justin Timberlake might sound like a black man, but he's not trying to look like a black man yeah that's I guess the problem maybe that's the difference that isn't is the it? difference right because okay. remember just stone yeah 
it sounds oh, very soulful. You know, if you close your eyes, you would think that's your auntie, my auntie, my black auntie. Yeah. But seeing her, she's like, a, you know, white woman, white lady, but she doesn't put the imagery on. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, you can sound soulful, you know. Yeah. But the issue is the black fishing. Now, let me get the definition of black fishing just to educate our audience. They're so, uh, you know, they're just so ready to attack me, babe. What? The audience? Yeah. <laughs> get ready okay. for all the little mixed fans to come up for you. Okay, Jordan. black fishing. Yeah, she's the first person that comes up when you even when you even type it in. Definition. Uh, black fishing meaning. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What is black fishing? CNN. The term has been increasingly in the news to describe behavior by white entertainers who appear to be imitating the appearance of black people. It's not a compliment. Okay, cool. Um, the latest example is pop star Iggy Azalea. Yeah, Iggy Azalea is another one that yeah. tried the thing. Now, let's get into it. Now, Jesse Nelson. You have a lot to say about this. He's so excited, everyone. I'm not that excited. Yeah, you are. I'm not that like, excited. We're going to do a whole segment. The whole I podcast think, is going to be I about think, Jesse. No, 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 no. I think it's important. This is a teachable moment. I'm not here to slander her. I'm not here to bully her. I'm not here to insult her. Make this very clear. And I'm make sure you include this in the little snippets that you include because people don't get the full yeah, context. I'm not a bully. I'm not here for that. I'm here to educate and inform people to why you know, black communities, uh, black people are offended, mm. you know. And let me make that clear. It is offensive. I took offense to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what happens is these these music labels or whatever, the, they understand how, you know, black music is the most dominant sounding music in the world. It always has been. Yeah. So what they want is they want a sellable face to go along with the music now dark-skinned women dark-skinned men even apart from stormzy stormzy kind of broke the mold seem to struggle within the music industry in regards to you know being top of the charts and being on billboards being at the awards being visibly successful Mm. you know being um commercially successful let's say it does happen Mm. it doesn't happen as often you know you have to be of a lighter skin tone especially as a woman to be considered commercially viable. Even in movies, like, you know, it's starting to change now, but the main leads in most movies, if it's going to be a worldwide movie, they would prefer a lighter shade of person to advertise for a movie or to be the main, you know, face of a movie. As I said, it is starting to change, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, there's, there's, there's different examples of that. But for the main part, this is the issue. Now, Jesse Nelson, for me, I've done my research... She's a white lady, you know, doesn't seem to have much, any, any mix as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. So in this video, she appears, she appears to be racially ambiguous. You could, you, if you didn't know her, you wouldn't know what race she is. Mm -hmm. Now, is that an accident? Let me ask you that. Is that an accident or do you think they're deliberately doing this now? I have no idea. I think people are deliberately doing it, but not with the intent to trigger people. I'd really like to think so. I think it is intentionally, I don't think it's, I think it's intentionally being done because to most people, it looks good. It's what looks good on Instagram. You know how everyone looks the same on Instagram? What do you mean by that though? It looks good. What do you mean by that? I mean like, I don't mean it looks good for me personally, but I mean like that's what the thing that looks good is on Instagram. That's clickable. You know, you you don't have a, you don't belong to any particular race. Not necessarily that, but you know how like everyone looks the same now. (laughs) Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like everyone looks the same now. And I think 
I think they're trying to make her look like that so that she can be marketable in that sense on socials, she's clickable, etc. But then what they're failing to see is that there is black fishing going on. Yeah, and, like and it's, I think- it's triggering because then it, it causes, I don't know, like it, it causes you to question mm. those things. Like, what are you? Like, what are you trying to be? How are you trying to be perceived? And it's, it's not even just that. It's the fact that there's a lack of opportunity for dark-skinned women in the music industry, in the media in general, to be the, f- not, not behind the scenes, I mean, to be the face of mm-hmm. certain brands or to be the face of a commercial, to be the face of the billboard, to, you know, to be the number one selling artist. If Adele was black, she wouldn't even be in the top 30. Mm. Let's put it like that. And that's a fact. Because if Adele was a dark-skinned black woman, mm-hmm. would she be number one in the country? No. Well, we live in England. The majority of the country is white. So mm. a white face is, you know, it's more comfortable to support in a country where the majority of people are white. It's just yeah. common sense. Yeah. Yeah. So the issue there is, why are then artists such as Jesse Nelson trying to appear racially ambiguous, trying to inject herself into black culture and she'll say, I love black music, I love black culture. How can you not, you know, you know, I feel everyone does kind of mm-hmm. thing. How can you not, you know, in, the, in 2021? Mm-hmm. So that, to me, that doesn't excuse it. This is a moment for her to understand why we're offended. And another thing that annoys me is that why people are saying, wow, she didn't mean it and she's not doing it. Fam, no one's asking that. All we're saying is, look, as a as a community of people, this is taking the piss, yeah? Mm-hmm. Don't do it. We're not saying don't make music. We're not saying rare, tear, tear. Don't try and push the I'm a black woman thing or I'm a black man thing when you're not. When Post Malone did it, his first tune that came out, White mm-hmm. Iverson, mm-hmm. man had the cane rolls with the, the grills in his teeth. Uh, yeah, Remember again, that? But yeah, again, he didn't get this kind of backlash. Nah, he did. Nah, not, the same, not to the same degree as Jesse Nelson. He I'm did. sorry, Jordan. He did, babe. No. no, he didn't. He's a man. It's different. Sorry, I know that we're, we're battling like different yeah. layers of an argument here. But even then, when you look at it, you, I, I do think... Like, no way, shape or form am I defending Jesse Nelson. But I do think that it's unfair that she's getting all the slack that she's getting. But then someone like Post Malone, it didn't reach me. The abuse that he got, he, he never got as much abuse. But when it comes to women doing it, it's always worse. I think, it's I always think, worse. I think it's worse for women because I think it's, it affects dark-skinned women the most. Yeah, true. That's why it's worse. So it's, it's more of, it's like you're in my position. Like you're you're trying to look like me. You're tr- trying to sound like us. But when I do my own thing, I'm not getting the looking that you're getting. So like you're taking the double piss kind of thing. You get me? As a, as a black artist, as a dark-skinned artist, you know, you're not going to get the opportunities Jesse Nelson's going to get. Yeah. And at the same time, Jesse Nelson's doing your vibe. Like, she's doing your whole thing. You're, you get me the clothes she was wearing. You know, they always take you to some, you know, kind of street, like, and man, I got bandanas. <laughs> they always do that thing. I don't know what they think that is, yeah. But they always do that, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. And please don't explain to black people what we should be offended by. Don't say, ah, Ah, oh, rare, tear, tear, bot this, bot that, but nothing. Because any other community that comes out and, and complains about them feeling disrespected, yeah, actions taken. Am I wrong or am I wrong? Am I right or am I right? <laughs> Action is taken. 
when other communities come out and speak and go, look, what you did offended us. We don't appreciate these actions. No one ever goes, why? No one ever goes, what, really? Oh, well, I was just, man, just shut up and go, okay, my bad. I disrespected you. Apologies. That's why I don't like the talk. I don't like the answer. I don't like the reply when she goes, ah, but I love black culture. Bro, no one cares. No one asked you that. Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? It's it's beautiful. Mm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm. No one's saying that. People are saying what you're doing is disrespectful because you understand the context of the music industry. She understands. Yeah. You know, the opportunities are very slim. Of course she does, given the fact that she has, well, she has an ex-bandmate that's basically a black woman. And that made a documentary about how she felt different in comparison to the other members. So, of course, Jesse knows she's aware. But what they do is they continue to take advantage. They don't even apologize. They Mm. just say, oh, well, I love it, though. But fam, mm. you're taking the piss. Mm-mm. You're taking the piss. Mm. So that's all we're saying. We're not saying don't make music. We're not saying F you. We're not saying we hate you. We're saying, look, you've offended us. Yeah. Don't do it. Mm. And I that goes for everybody. Go on. My, my question is that obviously Jesse Nelson seems like, obviously she's getting all of the attack for it. Yeah. Which I do think that she does need to take a certain level of accountability. But then obviously she's not the only person that's brought this thing to fruition. Obviously there are lots of people behind the scenes, labels, giving their input and whatever else. So do you think that those external people- They should know better. Who, yeah, who are are pushing this vision? Because like when you're releasing a music video and you know, your, your production is that huge. Yeah, there's a lot of people so involved. So many locations, and then you've got Nicki Minaj, and then Diddy makes an appearance. Also, side note, I don't know whether they thought it was okay to continue on with the black fishing thing because they got the seal this of approval get- by is, this Nicki is what and I'm Diddy. Saying. But like, I'm that's not- two, th- th- those are yeah. two business people that are also subject to the industry. Yeah. So then my thing is, is that, Obviously, we, we always say that racism is a systemic issue. It's an institutional issue. So what are the people behind the scenes doing to stop this? Because without the people behind the scenes, that video is not coming out. Yeah. End of. Yeah. No matter how good Jesse Nelson is, no matter how, you know, how much she is loved, without the people pushing it behind the scenes, it's mm-hmm. not going to get to where it is. And obviously to get to where it is, it needs approval from this person, that person, that person, that person. Yeah. So many boxes need to be but ticked babe, before that for me, comes. But that, that, that just explains there's a, there's a lack of not only diverse minds, diverse cultures, diverse characters that are, that are setting this up. Look, I could be wrong. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's behind the scenes, but clearly people aren't paying attention because how does this come out now in 2021? As soon as I saw it, I thought this isn't right. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, we're better than this. We're more intelligent than this. We can see where the problems lie in these visuals and what she's attempting to look like. You know what I mean? Come on, we're not stupid. We're not stupid. Like we've got intelligence. So to answer your question, yeah, there's people that green lighted this video, but they don't, do they care? Do they care? Are they, is it the kind of people that care about black culture? Mm. The answer must be no, because the video's out. Mm. Now, obviously, Diddy's involved in it. Nicki Minaj, I don't know. I don't understand that. I don't understand how that's... I don't know. Americans might be different. I don't know why I go on for them man there. You get me? But me seeing it, as I said, I'm not attacking Jesse Nelson. This is an, a, t- a moment for her to educate and understand why people are hurt, because that's what everyone else does for everyone else's culture. Mm. So do it for black culture. When black people tell you, look, this is offensive to us. Listen, mm. don't tell us you love black music. Mm. Listen and say, look, I'm going to do better. That's all. I'm not here to bully people. Mm. 
it's an educate. I mean, we're here to educate, and I've seen a lot of think pieces, a lot of articles, a lot of videos, and it's always been in that tone. You know, obviously, you've got people on Twitter that are going to take it too far with yeah. the with the insults or whatever. I'm not here to do that, but I've seen some very intelligent pieces. ZZ Mills made a statement about you know she said she wasn't black. She don't think she was blackfishing. She thinks she was trying to appear racially ambiguous, like uh-huh. you said. So you can't really pinpoint uh-huh. you know her race in the video. Yeah. That's what she said, and she made some great points. And, you know, and that's all we're saying. And I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. We need to be more on this because everybody else does it. When you come out with something and it's you're moving a bit mad towards some a certain culture, mm. it's right that they say, yo, brethren, this, this can't run. Yeah. But if you want to run it, run it. But we're going to talk up. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all that's happening. That's true. Yeah, because there are so many instances where cultures have complained and it's, you know, they get they get the apology or they get the or, retribution for it. Yeah. Like when Wiley got cancelled for the Jewish thing. And he's still fam. His Instagram keeps getting taken down. You know what I mean? Like, and also like when um, a different example as well, not just, not just like the Jewish community as such, but like when Kim Kardashian was going to name Skims Kimono and the Japanese said, respectfully <laughs> no. don't do that <laughs> don't do that <laughs> or else be, because you are bringing you are bringing um what's it called you are bringing dismay to our traditional dress yeah and kim had to retract and say i'm not calling it kimono do you know what i mean it's, it's facts and and you know what black people are the only group of people on this earth that have been through such the you know the genocide and 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 atrocities that we've been through and then when we speak up to complain about the way we feel about certain representation people tell us oh you relax mm. excuse me you know what i mean Mm-mm. relax you know so that's the end of the point that's what we're getting at here moving on it's some heavy topics today babe some heavy 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 topics um dave Chappelle's special came out mm-hmm. I'm going to try and talk about this as carefully as possible. Be very careful. <laughs> now, Dave Chappelle's been getting a lot of critique. He's been getting a lot of support. There's been, you know, um, interesting points on both sides of the argument. Now, his, his special came out on Netflix, I think, was it Friday, I believe? Yeah. Um, and it's called The Closer. Make sure you guys check it out. Like, I need to promote it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, make, make sure you guys check out Michael Jackson's new album. <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, he made some controversial points about the lgbtq plus community uh-huh. spoke about his relationship with the community yeah. and why he feels like the you know the black community and the lgbtq plus community need to come to the table and speak things out right yeah that's basically what he was getting at he told stories about certain things he made jokes but you know there's people saying that his special should be taken down for some of the comments he made particularly about transgender people okay there's people in support of some of the comments he made. Now, I'm going to speak about what he said, yeah? Mm-hmm. So the gist of what he said was he felt that, you know, the LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. still have the potential to discriminate against the black community. Right. Because there are still privileged people within the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. And he says that shouldn't be forgotten. Um, and that should be so- a conversation that should be had. Mm-hmm. He also said... Um, what else did he say? What what of the the other points he was making? 
I was half asleep. I was shattered. That was it. In regards to the baby. So, obviously... Oh, the, was this when I fell asleep? I'd, I had I fallen asleep I think you fell asleep, point. like, halfway through. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, as you guys uh, may already know, the rapper called The Baby, very, uh, he was very successful up into a, a point where he, you know, made some comments at one of his concerts uh. regarding AIDS and HIV. Mm-hmm. And now his career has become a, li- a bit more complicated due to the comments he made. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle's point was that The Baby, you know... Uh, has killed somebody before in self-defense. Mm-hmm. So there was an instance in Walmart. People ran up on him and he shot one in self-defense and they happened to have died. And he said this didn't affect his career in any way. You know, him murdering another man mm. in self-defense didn't affect his rap career. But him offending the LGBTQ plus community completely cancels his rap career. Right. So I thought that was just an interesting point. What did you think of his arguments? Um, obviously, just as a, as an observer, yeah. Did you think he made some valid points? Do you think conversation need to be made? I I think yeah. Like I, I do think that he did make some really really valid points. However, like just in relation to that specific example about the LGBTQ plus breaking his career, but then him killing a man didn't break his career. Um. I think you've got to understand the time that we live in at the moment. We're in a time now where people find it entertaining to literally watch hundreds of people die all at once. Like literally on Squid Game, we enjoyed it. We gripped. Mm -hmm. We love seeing murder. We're desensitized to it. And say, for example, with COVID, the amount of people that have died from COVID, death, Mm -hmm. mass death. Again, people are desensitized to it. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to death, it's kind of like, it is bad. Obviously, murdering someone or killing someone is a bad thing. And obviously, a loss of life is 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 very grave. But you have to kind of understand the kind of cultures that that we we live in now, like where everyone's really hypersensitive and, and people are fighting causes for the living, not the dead. So perhaps, this is just my assumption, the reason why the baby's career didn't break upon him you know, doing up self-defense. One, it's self-defense. Anyone would want to defend themselves. Obviously, yeah, it is a murder and it ain't great. But then obviously he is on like on on a huge stage, on on social media platforms, on everything. So he's on a huge stage. He's in a huge like place of influence. So if you're in a huge place of influence, you have to be mindful about what topics trigger people within that space of influence and we are in a time right now where people are you know adding rise to black lives matter lgbtq plus everything so these one sec we'll be right back hold that point we're back go on carry so on. as i was saying like these are these are the important things of this day and age in it so you need to be mindful of that and if you're in a position of power then you know, if you choose to speak on, on, on certain things, whatever action you do, you've got to ex- you've got to expect a reaction. Like, I get what Dave Chappelle's trying to say in that, obviously, it's it's worse to, to, to kill someone rather than insult someone because loss of life versus insult, an insult you can get over kind mm. of thing. But then at the same time, for me, I don't know, like it just, you've got to just still be mindful because you can't dictate what people choose to care about. Mm. That's also a very important thing in the same way that we can't, like not in the same way, obviously it's a a different issue, but similar to you saying earlier 
other people can't tell black people how to feel about the Jesse Nelson thing. Mm. And it's the same thing. Like you can't tell people what they're going to revolt about. People are going to revolt about what's important to them. All right, so but let me, let me, let me intervene or interject, whichever fits the context of the conversation. Um, I think where he's getting at is this. And I always think about this as a black man. Offense, the word offense, even with the Jesse Nelson situation, I didn't say I want her career to end. Mm. No one did. You know, we, we maybe should say that now that because that's the way people are rolling. But I would never say that. You know, we're saying she's offended us. Yo, just do better. Why couldn't the baby get that kind of response in regards to the comments he made and the mistakes he made as well? Wiley, why couldn't Wiley get that response in regards to the comments he made, mistakes he made? When you're black, it's, it's done. Mm. You know what I mean? They, they don't want you to earn a living anymore. I think that's what Dave Chappelle was getting at in regards to the response and the, the reaction towards the baby. Um, and let me go further on. Offence, the word offence. You know, the LGBTQ plus community rightfully so offended by certain comments made. But let's talk about offence. Let's talk about the history of offence, you know, in regards to, to, to black people. Fam, <laughs> you're going to really talk about offence to black, to black people in regards to, to cancelling things. Fam, how much things in America, in the UK, are offensive to black people mm. that we can't cancel, that we can't get rid of, that mm. we can't stop, that we can't change? So let's not talk about offense, you mm. know. Yeah, man may, may, may say some shit that offends your community. Fam, this country offends our, our culture. You know what I mean? Like, so where do we stop at that then? Because how far do we go back in regards to offense? Mm. Our prime minister is offensive. Is offensive. <laughs> Boris Johnson the most is, comes out with the most racist shit in the world. Trump said he wants he thinks all Mexicans are racist. He was the president. Mm. This is what we're talking about, babe. Mm -hmm. We're talking about, and I said it to you before. Why don't we get the benefit of the doubt? Why are we uh, guilty? and demonized as soon as a mistake is made. Mm. But when other people make mistakes, they're the president or the prime minister, mm. the benefit of the doubt, we're not judged in the same way. And I think that's what Chappelle was trying to get at mm. in a more simplistic form. Right. And people don't think about that. Yeah. I mean, it definitely takes a deep thinker to be able to understand it in the level that you have. And I think it's good that you've explained it so that people understand it because a lot of people will watch that special yeah. and be instantly offended, yeah. do you know what I mean? And not understand the layers. For me, I just think it's it's really, it's, it's difficult. So what Dave Chappelle has done there, I think where I can criticize him is the fact that he is putting causes in league tables. I think that's the issue because mm. you can't do that like, just because, you know, women and women's rights and whatever else is, like, gravely important to me, it doesn't mean that it's more important than the LGBTQ plus or BLM or whatever. Like, so I think the fact that he drew direct comparisons between the LGBTQ plus community who have also suffered from, like, great oppression, yeah, so the fact that he's mm, drawing Let me stop in. you there. Let me stop you there. Let me no, stop no, you there. no, you can't. No, 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 wait, you wait, can't wait, wait, argue wait, wait, wait. that. I am going to argue that. You said they all feel suffer from great depression. Great oppression. True. 
but it's not the same. Yeah, it's it not the same. It's not the same. It isn't the same. I'm Let's not, not do but that. Then, but then, but it then, isn't the same. But then, it is. It is oppression, though. But then, what I'm what I'm saying it's not the is same. just because it's not the same, it doesn't mean that you you can compare both or that you should compare both. Like I get it, obviously, with certain people. What Dave Chappelle was doing was he was he was putting out there the way that he feels you know his causes should be ranked and obviously him being a black man in america black lives matters being a black man that's gonna be the forefront of you know the number one cause that he wants to fix address whatever but like but like my what i'm saying here is that if you're going to do that, then be ready for whatever's to come in it. Be ready for people mm. to say, well, you can't compare the two. I get it. There are differences. Okay. And even even in oppression, there is there is there there are people that, that get oppressed more than others and whatever it's else. It's different, Dave. But I just, think, I just think it's, it's, it's dangerous to speak on certain things when... Like especially when you're putting it on league tables, because for now, me, I think, let me let me let me inter- interject here. I don't think he was putting it on a league table. I think he was outlining the fact that within the LGBT plus LGBTQ plus community, there are white people in it, mm-hmm. so it makes it different. Because we've all established white people have right, a certain privilege, right? right it's different. regardless whether they're gay or not. One hundred percent. So that's but, what he's highlighting. He's right. saying, look. There's a, the, you know, it's an oppressed group of people, of course, but within that group, there's still privilege. Mm-hmm. Could you say that for the black community? That no, there's privilege within it. But, but, but That's what the I'm difference. Saying, but I get you, but then at the same time, in his effort to get that message across, yeah. He 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 does come across like he's negating issues within the LGBTQ plus community, and he can be interpreted in that way. I'm not saying that that's how you interpret it. That's how I interpreted it. I get the message that he's trying to put forward. I think, I think he's trying to say that it's not the same, and I think some people have a problem with him saying that. But I think but I it isn't the same. It's but it isn't the same. It isn't the same. But but what I'm saying is is that when you start putting black issues and you mirror it with lgbtq plus issues Mm. you're always going to have a problem how much do you hate it when i try to link back my woman struggles for you to able to relate to it and i link it back to racism no it's not the same don't ever do that so you have to anticipate that people are going to have the same rage when it comes to comparing the issues because also no let me finish because you've interjected me twice because also for me like i just think like it isn't up, like in the same way that it's not up to other cultures to decide on what black people should be angry about and what black people should you know protest against you you can't you can't negate the gay experience just because there are white men within that community yes those white men are in a position of privilege and yes there is still privilege within the lgbtq plus community but you can't negate the oppression that they've gone through just because there are white people there you can't do no, that no, i'm not doing that but that's what i'm saying he's saying i'm saying he's saying that it's different and i feel like people get confused because some people think because he mentioned it in the special he said he's not. He can't punch down uh, on on transgender people or LGBTQ plus. He can't punch down. It's impossible as a black man. He can't punch down on them. And he said he was criticised for that for punching down on people and talking down towards people. So he was saying it's impossible because there's members within that community that are more privileged than he is. Um, that's the the point he was making. Mm-hmm. But as I said, you're right. It's difficult 
to play this league this league table of oppression because you know people always do it like who's more oppressed jewish people black people muslim islamic you know who, who has it the worst or whatever mm-hmm. we all play those games mm-hmm. And it's it's too dangerous. What we care about is that everyone's respected equally. That's the that I think that's the gist of where he's trying to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. trying to you know ignite a conversation and a dialogue mm. so that everyone respects each other equally. Mm. Everyone understands each other's problems. Mm. Um, it, through, 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 you know within all communities. And I think he sparked conversation. No matter mm. what you feel about the special, you know a lot of people were offended. Some people agreed. You know whatever you felt it sparked the conversation let's talk mm-hmm. about what he said mm-hmm. and what we feel i think that was the aim of it mm-hmm. and and big up everyone from every oppressed community you get me <laughs> i'm with yous um now let's 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 mix it up babe these boss lane vines are oh my kicking god. my ass oh my god so this week in total <laughs> in this household we have accrued 120 pounds worth of bus lane fines fam why is birmingham Fuck constantly birmingham city council under i just can't deal with you guys why is birmingham constantly under construction I just can't. I can't even remember a time where there, there wasn't any roadworks. It's since this HS2 stuff. I think ever since they started doing up Grand Central Station, that's when the roadworks just haven't stopped. It's just constant regeneration. And it's everywhere because I would think, okay, towards town, towards Aston, because I think that's where the um, the Commonwealth Games are going to be. What the fuck's going on in Warsaw, Wolverhampton? Every area, there's a whole. The roads are just lifted up with, and then there's cones and barriers everywhere. I'm thinking, hold on, what? So, what's going on? What? No, seriously, what's going on? What are they changing in every side street, every junction, every motorway? There's there's things being built. Hmm. What's the plan? Well, technically, even though Warsaw is obviously different to Birmingham it's still very very close by so i think regeneration is happening across all of the west midlands to be honest it's not just it's not just a birmingham thing obviously birmingham is the hub of it because it's a second city um but i think regeneration is happening all across the west midlands i think yeah money's being pumped into it it. man stop begging it no one's because also we say no one wants new roads we say we say the commonwealth we say the commonwealth games are going to be just strictly in Perry Bar, Aston. It ain't. It's going to be dotted around all areas in Birmingham some way, somehow, because all the events can't take part in one place. In the same way that, like, when the Olympic Games are on, it's, like, spread out across all all of London. But is anyone going to send an email to the Commonwealth Games and tell them no one cares, bruv? Like, they've been trying to flog them tickets on me for time, bruv. I, I get email every week. Commonwealth Games! We've got friends... <laughs> We've got tickets going. Do you want, Jordan, I don't want them that ticket. I don't want why them tickets. Did you not say yeah? You I will go. Hussein Bolt retired, fam. I don't care about who's running. No Hussein more. Bolt. Hussein Bolt. Yes. Hussein Bolt. Hussein re- Bolt retired. Retired, fam. Big man thing. Yeah. No one gives a rat's ass about the Commonwealth Games, bro. Mm. I've never watched it. Does it even come on TV? I uh, don't know. The only Commonwealth but Games I know cares? is the Manchester one. <laughs> Trust me, the Olympics was on the other day. No one watched that. No one even yeah, watched no that. That's the biggest anymore. thing going. Yeah. Nah, but obviously, it's just bare annoying right now because everywhere is just 
non-stop roadworks and we're having to live through the transition phase rather than just seeing the end result but i know for a fact that when when everything is said and done i am going to be so happy to see perry bar regenerated and not look like a shithole anymore do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah we always shit up perry my, my nan lives in perry bar big up perry bar but <laughs> let's stop shitting up perry bar no i'm episode, sorry it is a, I don't, i'm not a fan like it just the thing the episode where you're talking about the beauty nah, of perry bar fully people that live in Perry Bar. Nah, like, it's the not. Podcast? We got Perry Bar. Nah, but it's not. It, it's not that. Like everyone, everyone can agree in it that it just looks derelict. Like it just looks like it's been left behind. Yeah, so does. I'll be really, really happy to see the government pumping money into that area because that area is. It's got so much potential, but it's just so neglected. It's mm. so neglected. It looks scatty in places. It's obviously I don't know what what goes on, but like Birmingham City Council don't send enough people to clean around there, mm. even though council tax is ridiculous. So like I just yeah, I'll be very happy to see it regenerated. Obviously, it's scary for a lot of the small businesses, and that's not ever nice. But at the same time, for the greater good of all, and to attract more people to the area, yeah, it's it's going to be good for it eventually. But it's just annoying that we have to live through it. We have to take different routes everywhere in central Birmingham now is a freaking bus lane, yeah. so you can't even drive it. And then if you try and U turn to come out the bus lane, you've joined another bus lane, so you you're caught out. Like it's a money making scheme. Do not drive into Birmingham. Catch the train. It's a shambles, mate. It's a shambles, and and. And social media went down the other day. Oh my god! You know, what I mean, Facebook. It was the best. WhatsApp. Twenty-four hours of my life. Instagram. Everything was down. Everyone was in a panic, a frenzy. Everyone went on Twitter and was like, "My God, I can't breathe. I can't think." You reckon people had nervous breakdowns? Yeah. It was bad. I think it was down for like eight hours. Especially the influencers. No, it was down for longer than that. Was it? I felt like it was longer than that. I wonder what they were yeah, doing. Yeah, especially, especially the influencers would have probably felt like under pressure mm. um, because they they get paid to do like, to to, um, to release ads on specific days, specific times. Yeah, I think there should be like a, a, a annual social media like shut off or shut down. Imagine. I think they do that in China, don't they? I think- um, Let's move to China after nine or something i'm sure i read something after nine o'clock like kids in china can't go online and play games or something mm. no online gaming after nine or something like that they've got them kind of sanctions over there but that's good i think i think, I think they should healthy. do something like that for social media like every sunday instagram facebook twitter nothing works it's just then people will start arguing oh what about my rights oh, my hello. human rights my, my rights. freedom my freedom my rights to this um, but yeah, yeah man it was refreshing it was it was enjoyable to not you know for it to not work and just you know put your phone down mind you though like i just feel like i don't know like i'm very very grateful at the fact that i don't really look at social media <sighs> babe stop lying too much no i don't you always say this you know you're a social media you're on there babe you're, i am you're on, on there, there I'm, heavy. Not, I'm not saying that i'm not on there but I ain't on there as much as you are. Are you joking? What's you, your average screen time? My average screen time in the week? Yeah. Does that come up every Sunday? <laughs> is, is, can, where can I find that? Where's my I last know, one? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, nah, nah. Just take a, like, what do you usually see when it shows, when it pops up? The I can't game remember. Um, average screen time. I don't know if you always find it that way. Screen. Time. There we go. Yeah, what is it? If it's over three hours, then then you you're I'm on there. 
But my why is it three hours? It probably it probably goes up to that on the weekly average because of the weekend but during the week I stay quite sane because I don't yeah because you can't have your phone I can't have my phone that's what I'm that doesn't saying. mean you don't want your phone though that's the difference I, but I don't think about it though because you can't I don't want it I don't want it I don't want to see my notifications like I don't want to oh god I've been there if you're working in a job yeah where you literally can't have your phone on you that's fine it gives you an excuse to not have it mm. but if you could you would be looking at it babe mm. It's not like you're deliberately See, choosing. daily average, two hours and that's 41 quite minutes. That's quite exactly low. Exactly. So don't talk to me that's about low, I'm low. obsessed with social media, Mr. Seven hours a day screen time. <laughs> I think mine's like nah, six fam. hours. Yeah, fam. <laughs> sort yourself out. No wonder. No wonder you feel on edge at points. That's ridiculous. That's how I stay sane. I'm actually not on there and I don't... Oh, God, I couldn't tell you. You know what? One thing I wanted to talk about, actually now that you brought this up is the huge shift like what happens mm. between us being 18 to around about 23 mm. and then from kind of i wouldn't even say from 24 onwards i want to say from 25 onwards we just don't give a shit about anything oh i didn't know you was, was going with this that's where i was going with that okay. like what happens because like, i remember me back in the day I used to be constantly on Instagram. I'd worry about posting and what time I was posting and whether I was posting enough. Ask me if anyone ever paid me to think that much about it. No one did. But then I don't understand. At what point did my life change? At what point does life change and you you stop taking it seriously? You have to speak for yourself because I don't feel... You're obsessed. No, I'm not going to say obsessed. I don't feel that you get to 25 and stop caring about social media. I feel like people are still heavy on it people are heavy on it but it's different it's not the same like it used to be quite superficial before whereas now like i'm on social media just to catch up and whatnot just to stay slightly in the loop but really and truly if if social media were to be cancelled tomorrow i wouldn't i wouldn't suffer yeah i'd gain you know i I wouldn't suffer because i i was still a flying nigga before social media like like, (laughs) i don't need it like i'm flying person you get me so it's carb for me but a lot of people need it to to keep up these personas or whatever but for mm. me nah i'm cool but um i get you babe i feel like i feel like there's people are people are trying to use it to benefit themselves whether they've got their own business mm. whether they're trying to start their own business or mm. create their own content so See, i feel like i feel like the stuff, use of it's changed that's the kind of stuff that i enjoy looking at when i go on social media yeah. right so i i enjoy i enjoy that and also like admittedly i am a product junkie so i am here to be influenced and even the girls that you would say post a lot like i follow a lot of girls that post a lot but there there's an aim there like they may be trying to get their followers up mm. so they have to post a lot of good pictures with certain outfits or whatever because they're trying to build their social media following for their own personal gain in regards Mm. to maybe financial or whatever. So there's always an intention behind active social media users. The problem is when you're an active social media user without a purpose. So like, what are you doing with it? Mm. So you're on there, which is fine. It's not a crime, you know, people that are just on there to be on there. But that's when I think it can affect you. Like if you're just on there constantly for no reason, kind of thing you don't you don't it can affect you're not you directing you're not directing anyone towards bo- anything it can affect you both yeah, ways yeah, yeah. whether you're directing 
anyone towards anything or whether you're not doing that it can affect yeah, you both yeah, ways yeah. because on the on the other hand if you're on there trying to do do a madness it can be very frustrating when you put in so much work and you don't get back what you feel you should get back because obviously with every input there's an output and when the output doesn't meet the input you're thinking oh my god why why is this and then you start getting depressive thoughts comparing your content to other people's content pressuring yourself to release at this date on that time you've got to do it once a week or else it's it ain't gonna happen and then you don't you don't warrant yourself the break that you need from it so i think both ways can be quite dangerous you're, i don't know you're partying like, you're partying today babe jeez Oof. <laughs> yo yeah you had your let's, bit let's, in the beginning let's, let's wrap up on this man let's wrap up on this i was heartbroken i was def- i was devastated I, mm. I called you into the kitchen uh last week i said mitz you'll never guess what happened and he screeched you'll never guess in shock you'll never guess what happened and used like what I said, babe, the couple of all couples have broken up. The couple of all couples. Bosh and Bex. Who, who you may ask, the couple of all couples. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Miguel and that fire thing, I don't know her name. Nazanin. Nazanin? Nazanin. I just say Nazanin. Would you say she's racially ambiguous? Um, Where is she from? What is she? She looks like... She's Asian? She, she, no, she doesn't Hawaiian? look... Hawaiian? She looks... um. Puerto Rican? Arabic. You reckon? Mandy. Nazanin. Na- Nazanin Mandy. Okay, so she's from the... Um, I don't know exactly where she's east. from. But I feel like she's from like Central Asia, maybe. Like, she's got an Arabic look to her. She's beautiful. But yeah, big up big up Nazanin, if I've said that correctly. Mm. Is it Nazanin? Nazanin Mandy. What, what, what is her heritage? We Let's don't know. Let's have a look. Mind you, she might be Hispanic. We don't know. Yeah, there you go. Mexican. Mexican. Okay, fair enough. Okay, now, so they they were together for how long, babe? Was it ten years? Ah, Persian, Mexican, and Native American. Okay, there you go. So I knew that the Persian, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. Go on. So they were together for a long time since they were kids. Was it since high school? Yeah, since high school. Now these these were the celebrity couple. I believed. I used to go back and just check whether they're still still together. Just. Like, oh. Thank God that I believe in love exists. Obsessed you know what I mean? No, no, nah, nah, for real. We all have couples that we check on just to make sure they're still together so right. we can believe in love. Yeah. Am I wrong or am I wrong? <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? Am I wrong or Well, you're wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> you but it's go. true. So like when certain couples break up to me, I go, rah, you two broke up. Like what the, who has a chance then? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're one of them couples, the Obamas. One of those couples, um, J and B. I Vic, thought Pasha and Bex. Pasha and Bex. Sorry, Angelina, Angelina and Jolie. I thought they were one of them. Brad Pitt and Angelina. They broke up. I thought they were one of them couples. I thought they were going to be together it forever. Was never going to last because he left. He 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 left Jennifer Aniston yeah. for her, and he was doing up cheating. So that was never going to last because that started in bad faith from the start. Yeah. So Just they these two, Miguel and Nazanin, these. <laughs> I'm so shit uh, Naz Miguel Naz. and Naz <laughs> Miguel and Naz these were two examples of couples that I would look to that I would go okay they're still together now I've got my theories babe mm. I've got my theories why did it end what happened it has to be locked down mm. it has to be locked down because I believe you know they wouldn't have broke up necessarily like i know them they wouldn't have broke up necessarily without these conditions of lockdown which shows the challenges is that that it presents mm-hmm. a couple such as those two been together since they were kids couldn't cope 
within the lockdown. Now, you said to me, maybe they were going through it before lockdown. Mm-hmm. Explain. What do you think? What's your theories? Why do you think it ended? Why did I even say that? It's a good, it's a good statement. Because um, I, I feel like, oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. So when, you're with, when you've been with someone for so, 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 so long, um, anyone knows that when the actual official breakup happens, that isn't the point in which you break yeah, up. Of course. You already broke up years prior, months prior, whatever. In the same way that people like to beg this whole, oh, we're not going to label it anything. We're not going to label it anything. But you're doing everything mm. just the without most. the label. So it's the same thing with the breakup. The breakup is the official label that you've broken up. But just because you haven't officially broken up, it don't mean that your relationship ain't gone down the drain. Because for me, I find it really difficult to believe that 17 years of life shared, love shared, can just go down the drain because we've been in a lockdown for a year and a half. Now, obviously, no one's negating the challenges that comes with a lockdown. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. it's, it's very, very challenging. It's trying, it's testing it cripples you lockdown cripples you not just you as a person to your other half but you as an individual it cripples you Mm -hmm. so i understand that might have sort of like highlighted certain things but then also one thing you need to consider is that these people you know are not like us these people have resources so if say for example lockdown was really really killing them Mm. then they find a way to be the exception to the rule as have all rich people throughout this lockdown hence Mm. you know like kim kardashian's doing up all of italy all all Mm. the different fashion weeks no boundaries regardless of the fact that there's crazy lockdowns happening rich people can do what they want so for me the reason why i said perhaps maybe something was already happening before was because of the fact that they they can excuse themselves from the lockdown if it's really that bad if it's causing you anxiety like miguel can create a studio in his house he probably already has one Mm. therefore he's still being his musical self fulfilling himself in that way okay let me ask you this what did it 17 years i don't know is that true 17 years you're the one that kept saying did i say 17 years yeah you're the okay let's go for 17 years the comments will correct us now they're in together for 12 years you ain't black oh my god get a life anyway um (laughs) 17 years what would have done it because it can only be two things yeah infidelity infidelity he cheated or I don't know yet. What else could it be? You know 17 what? years. Do you know what? Obviously, the truth will reveal itself in it. But this is... like I find it's problematic. Oh, I shouldn't say problematic. I find that nine times out of ten, when people get together when they're in high school, mm. like secondary young, young, school, young. yeah, um, you reach a point in, in your life. If, say, for example, you've been together with that person ten years... You just just don't know who you are without that person. Ooh. Like as an adult, Ooh. as an adult in your adult life, you don't. And I've had people That's say that real. to me, like real friends who aren't afraid to check me. And like when we're going through tough times, obviously I can find in them and stuff like that. And they've said, have you ever considered like breaking up? Because perhaps maybe your issue comes in the fact that you don't know who you are without this person. No, that's not true. And to a certain degree, yes, but no. Because yeah. we got together. You, you knew who you were. <laughs> and you knew who you were. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
we got to get we got together from when we were 18 like when we were at uni well yeah. you had just turned 19 so arguably you've kind of left the secondary school realm yeah um but like yeah it, it's 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 situations That's a great point. it's situations like miguel and nazanin whereby they probably got together in like i don't know their freshman year or something yeah at at secondary so that's what you, you've been together since year eight year nine that's mad so you're saying that they- so you you've gone you've gone from being kids to being adults and then obviously like from her point of view you know a lot of people will say that she's got a lot to be grateful for because her husband is a very successful man whatever this this that but again that can add fuel to the fire that can add to the whole you know i don't really know what i would be without you and that's mm. a scary you reckon thing that's the core of the problem yeah i mean there's a lot of a lot of people i know fam um that were together in school were together with each other from like year eight and stuff mm. bought houses together whatever they're divorced already they're not even 30 yet okay they're divorced already and that's ultimately because it's not because you've rushed into it because these people are together for time before they get married. Like, didn't they only get married a couple of years yeah, ago? Did, yeah, yeah. Right? So, and then but, it ended. But then for me, it's just, it, it's probably the realization of actually, I don't know who I am without you. And <sighs> that's, that's so hard. That's take. heavy. That's heavy for anyone to take on. Yeah. So, a lot of people will say, oh, what a waste of 17 years. What a waste, this, this, that, this, this, that. And yeah, it is it is a waste to a certain degree, but then at the same time it's not a waste. these people these people come out of their relationship and they're still in their early thirties. Like that is young, you know. Yeah. Like, I would hope I would hope that is a heavy point. I didn't even think of it that way. But I would hope that they can get back together. I would hope. Because to be with someone for seventeen years means that it was working. Mm. I would say. I would argue that your compatibility we'll be back in a sec yeah we'll be we'll be right back yeah i would say that you're you're compatible because you can't accidentally spend time with someone for 17 17 years years. straight if you don't like them just as a person and that's very important yeah so i would say they are compatible but to say that um they may not have known each other without each other is is a big big point you know, getting to, to getting together with someone so young, and you give you so much to that person as well because you love that person. Mm-hmm. You're giving so much of yourself, and you sign up for that because it's you're in love. You're like, I want to give you all of myself and mm-hmm. try and do the most for you. And they've been doing that for so long. Maybe they just forgot who they were, as you said, in isolation alone. Maybe, mm-hmm. but I would hope they get back together um, because 17 years, man. Come on, have they got kids? They ain't got no kids. No, no kids. Oh, that's a bit strange. Again, that could be a th- that could be a factor. You know, one of them wants kids, the other might not want kids. But you would think after seventeen years, you would have had that conversation. We got shake it well, Bravo Juice. Grab me a bottle, babe. Which uh, one? Any? Just make sure you shake it well. Yeah, you can have this one. Yeah, yeah. Go shake it up, shake it oh, up, shake it 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 up. Drop it on the planet. Shake it up. Use them skills, babe. Use them skills. Um. Now, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend we'll be back next week man please love police please love (laughs) blessings